let's start there. One year in, right? A busy first year, to say the least. Uh, we did a lot. I'm really proud of what we did um, in a year uh, that I've been here with the company. So, you know, things don't happen as fast as you want. Uh, my team's really competitive, so they will put a lot of pressure on themselves. But that's why I love them. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. We're just a, a few days, really, uh, as we sit here recording this, away from the ending of Cedia Expo and Commercial Integrator Expo, the first ever Commercial Integrator Expo uh, that was co-located at the Colorado Convention Center out there in Denver. Uh, and our CI team was there on hand uh, with a physical presence in a booth, number 1301, if you were, if you were there. And, uh, you know, had a really great opportunity to showcase for the first time uh, in one booth, under one roof, um, you know, the full sort of breadth of the Nationwide Marketing Group custom integration offering. Um, and that being in the, the form of ASEAN Unlimited and Oasis Residential Technology uh, group and the Ellipsis Commercial Technology Group. So uh, a, a really cool opportunity and um, one that Andy Orozco, the SVP of custom integration for Nationwide, obviously was there on hand to experience and um, you know wanted to take the opportunity right after that show, literally right after that show, to sit down with Andy and uh, recap it with him, see how it was, what his experience was like, and uh, what he learned not only about you know the group's presence and, and what the feedback was from attendees, uh, and visitors to the booth, but you know his what he learned walking around the CD Expo floor and the Commercial Integrator Expo floor. Um, you know, listening to sessions on the Smart Stage and seeing product in booth and uh, hearing what's going on, and also you know, as we talked, it happened to be the one year anniversary of Mr. Orozco joining the Nationwide Marketing Group team. So uh, a fun opportunity there as well to dive into the past year and so much has happened since he joined. Um, you know, Nationwide Marketing Group and. Um, need to get his perspective on that as well, sort of seeing the the things that the team has been able to accomplish over the past year, what he sees going forward, and um, you know what uh, opportunities members have out there that they can take advantage of, you know as they're part of this group and some bridge memberships and and lots of other unique opportunities that are out there. So and let's just dive into it. This is Andy Orozco here on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and uh, we, we don't give you any time off. You know, you come right off a trip, <laughs> you, you get home, <laughs> right back to back off another trip, too. Prime time to right to Denver is what it felt like for Cedia, Mr. Uh, Andy Orozco, our SVP of custom integration here at Nationwide. Hey, it's been a year. I, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You got me. I, I got you on your one year I, anniversary. <laughs> I, I avoid the camera, so it is my anniversary. So how could I say no? Right? <laughs> this is your uh, your nationwide's birthday gift to, to you. Yeah, is for, thank you. Is an appearance thank on the podcast, which uh, yeah, I like to live in the background. So podcast and videos out of my comfort zone, and we have others here that are much better. No, well, you did it last year, so right after you jumped on uh, on board here, and. Um, You've been a fan of ours too, so I can't, you know, let one of my biggest fans get away from you know, doing podcast opportunities, sharing it yeah. out on LinkedIn. Man, I can't appreciate the, uh, yeah, the no, love I'm, enough. You know, <laughs> I'm a big fan of the podcast for sure, and uh, I like to get others on air. I just try to avoid it myself. 
Well, this is here. This is your one year commitment, and we'll we won't bother you until next year. All right. How's that sound? Right. I, I can do it anyway. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, so one year. Let's start there. One year in, right? Um, yeah. wild year too. I mean, you let's kind of recap, right? I I could let you do it, but just thinking off the top of my head, it's it's like you know, you come in and obviously Cedia was your first event right away. Uh, basically started oh. at Cedia. We saw. You know, the, the HTSN rebrand to Oasis, the launch of Ellipsis. I mean, the groups are coming together. You got Azion in there as well. So what a, a busy first year, <laughs> to say the least. Um, yeah, super busy. So I can't say that I'm new anymore, so I can't fall on that. But uh, things are going great. They're great, but they never happen as, you know, things don't happen as fast as you want. Uh, my team's really competitive, um, so they will put a lot of pressure on themselves. Um, but that's why I love them. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't even touched on, you know, we mentioned all those new things. Another new thing was the field team. Yeah. Yeah. So really, um, and if I, I forget anything, you got to help me out. <laughs> uh, we did a lot. I'm really proud of what we did um, in a year uh, that I've been here with the company. So, you know, internally, you know, we did some work to um, rebrand HTSN uh, to Oasis. So that was a really fun process. Uh, Hank Alexander, our director of Oasis, um, he's built one of the most compelling vendor assortments that's out there uh, in the buying group world. We did hire uh, a field team. So we got four people in the field um, that I work with, um, responsibility for existing uh, member relations and uh, finding new uh, opportunities for us. So um, outside of that, yeah, we did launch a commercial group. So we brought Chris Whitley in here for that. Uh, he joined the nationwide family, I believe, in February, March, around prime time. Um, so he's here for our commercial strategy. Uh, had a soft launch at Infocom and uh, had an overwhelmingly positive response. So super proud of that. Ozzy and our team, you know, they're amazing and continue to to do well. Um, and you know, we got long term goals, which we can talk about in a second here. But um, that's just kind of uh, on the surface, you know, things that have been going on here since. I joined the group. Yeah. Any so you, you mentioned like the the things not as fast as you you want to, but I I mean just from the outside looking in, you guys have done a lot, and it's for me from my perspective an incredibly successful year. You know, considering the all the work <laughs> that went into it, and um, you know, yeah. but but you say that so like what are what are the things that you think that you think are still sort of in front of you that you want to accomplish? Uh, not necessarily long term, but sort of those more short term goals. Uh, I. I I'll give you an example. So streamlining the process. So we're finding new opportunities, but you know, the guys, the people, I say guys and women that are in our industry um, are really busy, right? So I think we have a big opportunity, but um, I think streamlining the process, automating the process on enrolling a new member would help because a lot of these small business owners, they're stretched really thin, you know, and for uh, as far as I can remember, labor has been like the number one pain point in our industry. You know, so people wear many hats and asking them to fill out paperwork and talk to us, you know, it takes time. That's the one thing that there's not enough of. No, that makes sense. I, well, you talk about process. The only thing I can think of there is, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Sayan and everything that we brought him to preach uh, during the Oasis right. Summit, right? I've got coffee with Jason tomorrow morning. There you actually. go. Let's see. <laughs> we, we do coffee meetups at uh, on the industry. No, that that's awesome. And I mean, uh, it's so, you know, looking then further ahead, I know 
Um, anyone that's been following the story, of course, there's the drive to a thousand that's been talked about across all three groups, right? So Oasis, oh. Ellipsis, and Azione. Um, that's the big one that's out there. Are other long-term goals that, that you're talking or that you're thinking about? Um, you know, part of the reason I came here is I like the culture. Long-term goal for me is to create a nice home for the people that work here. You know, so that's really important for me and the way we onboarded our team and the way that we go through different um, processes together with the HR group is, is fun. And for me, I, that's the stamp that I want to leave. Uh, you know, my mark that I want to leave in the company or in the industry. Um, so, yeah. They're pretty solid ones, I'd say. Uh, you know, I, it's uh, what you'd want to strive for, right? Yeah, that, I think that's something that everyone's always looking for in a place, right? Yeah. You want it so to feel I like work. <laughs> I went from like the youngest guy in the room to now I can see, I can see the end. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm across midfield. I'm not like at the goal line yet, but you know, across midfield. So uh, you look at things a little bit differently. And I heard many people say it, you know, um, the, the more seasoned people in our industry, they want to give back. You know, so I like to find a way to give back and help other people, like help whoever is going to replace me, right? No, it's it's a find that person, coach that person. Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool, uh, you know, neat aspirations for sure, uh, and and interest, cool to hear as well. So, um, I, I want to revisit uh, two things with you real quick, and both branding related, right? Because I think that's where we, you know, spend a lot of our time together. A yeah. really neat experience, right? And being able to take a, a longstanding brand in HTSN and you know, see it kind of reborn in a new light and then launch a brand. So what, what was going through that like for you? Um, well, I haven't gone through that before. Um, so it was fun. You know, so we have internal resources here. There's a lot of them. Um, and you know that, but we use an outside agency. So to take, to go from our creative brief and talk about the things that your goals and, 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 uh, uh, all the, the front end work that you do and then to see it come to fruition later find a, a really good identity for, for what we want to do. Uh, cross your fingers that the name's not taken, the URL's available, and <laughs> all the social media stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm really um, happy where we landed. It resonates. Um, so that that was the, the rebranding of HTSN. So that's been pretty awesome. And then to create a new brand, um, exciting in different ways. Chris Whitley is our, our executive director of Ellipsis, our commercial group. Uh, so he brings with him 25, at least 25 years of experience. Um, so it's just watching him do his thing. It's been awesome. Uh, I went to Infocom with him uh, to offer a little bit of support, but I didn't really need to do anything. I just watched. <laughs> uh, that, that, was, um, that was a fun experience. So we had some assumptions on the market and how big it was. And we went to Infocom and that, that was validated and then some. You know, so we probably underestimated what's out there. Um, so yeah, uh, both, both were good and, and fun in different ways, you know, seeing something to come to life from nothing, uh, is pretty amazing. And then to, to change, uh, a known entity that's out there, um, you know, that's challenging. You know, there's a lot of good things that HTSN did and stood for. So you don't want to erase any of that, uh, but you want to evolve it and, uh, create a clear identity, create, eliminate confusion that's out in the market. So, so the easy follow-up, would you ever do it again? <laughs> oh, I, I, for sure. That was one of the more fun things that we did here, I think. Everyone enjoys it. The, probably the hardest part is when you get all these options presented to you. You know, sometimes it's a, it's a tie, it's a three-way, you know, three names maybe stand out at you, and uh, it's subjective. And so my opinion is not the only opinion that matters. 
you know, so for, for us to land on something that everyone could align on, you know, that that was, um, I wouldn't say it was difficult, but it could present a challenge. Um, but we're all really happy. And one of, the, one of the things I love too is that um, each of you, I think, went back to like significant others, right, to get their opinions. I thought that was like unique yeah. because it's someone that doesn't, <laughs> someone that's obviously close to you and knows what you do, but at the same time, they're not in the industry. So, I, like, talk about that process. Anything other than that? Did you do anything like unique or out there as far as trying to solicit feedback? Um, well, I, I go to my wife a lot because you know she's definitely from outside the industry. So. Um, sometimes you're a little too close to a project. You know, I feel I am sometimes. Um, so I bounce ideas off of her and sometimes I bounce product ideas for the home off of her and she's got to approve. So I value her opinion. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. Getting a fresh set of eyes on things. Uh, sometimes I mean, she comes back with stuff that I haven't even thought of. It's unique. It's cool. Cause yeah. I mean, it's, it, uh, you know, kind of talking to you, I, I hear a lot of the same things that, you know, I, I think back to way back to episode one of this podcast and um, Mr. Hickman, when we were setting the stage for what this was going to be, um, you know, talked a lot about how, you know, his his sort of mindset for leadership is surround himself with a lot of smart people that know what they're doing and back away. Right. I kind of hear, I hear uh, a lot of those similarities sort of in, in the way you approach things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm lucky because everyone around me is great. <laughs> and beyond like my like immediate team uh the company is just stacked with a lot of talent um but yeah but for the ci group let me just think about it um i have buying group experience hanks i think eight years at least mm -hmm. with uh with nationwide running uh what used to be hdsn now oasis richard likes he launched azion he used to manage another group so he brings a lot of buying group experience uh chris whitley you know, same thing, launched and uh, uh, ran a group previously. So now I sit on the same bench as all of those guys, and it's pretty amazing. Um, just, I mean, I mean, over what? doesn't happen a lot. Combined <laughs> like a century and a quarter of experience? I don't want to go too high, right? <laughs> I run the risk, but what? what's it yeah. like? It's over 100 years. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's awesome. Sure. Yeah, I say 20 plus now because I don't want to <laughs> reveal my age. I think I think you'll find right, right in the twenty-five range. I'm guessing. I'd have to add it up. I say twenty plus though. Twenty plus feels good. I like that. <laughs> no, that's. If you go awesome. to my LinkedIn, I think that's what I have. Like we'll double. We'll double check and confirm uh, before yeah. the end of this. No, but what what's awesome too? You talk about all three brands. Um, you know, they they've. They've never had the opportunity until this year at Cedia, just last week, uh, you know, as we're sitting here talking, to all come yeah. together, right? Like, I know you were all at Infocom, and, and that was the soft launch for Ellipsis, but um, yeah. to see it all come to life, come to fruition in one booth, in one space at that show, uh, co-located alongside the, the Commercial Integrator Expo, uh, that had to be a neat experience for you. Yeah, so the show was, was great. We could talk about the show a little bit more later. So it was great in many ways. This So Emerald did combine res, Resi with commercial and that lined up perfect for us. Um, so for anyone that wasn't in Denver, CD Expo co-located with uh, Commercial Integrator Expo this year. So we got to show off our strategy, which is to offer both solutions under one roof. That's awesome. Uh, and, and what about, I think if I remember right too, location on the show floor it was right between both shows, wasn't it? Like, cause the, the, it was a shared show floor and yeah. you were like right on the line in between where they bordered. I think technically we were in the commercial area, but like right, right where they 
came together. Yeah. Uh, right by an entrance. So the location was great. Um, our internal events team did a nice job with the design of the booth. I mean, it was way outside the box that I think with them. Um, so I was really happy with just the visual of it. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, our booth did combine. So it combined residential uh, on the Ozzie Limited and Oasis side. Um, and then alongside the new commercial group called Ellipsis. So we we feel really strong about the value prop. Uh, we offer integrators. Uh, so for anyone that qualifies uh, an existing Ozion Unlimited or an Oasis member, we could do a bridge membership. So they could tap into all the buying group uh, benefits that the commercial side will bring. Um, so that could be uh, program benefits, peer-to-peer um, -peer stuff, um, vendor programs, all, all those things. So what kind of reactions are you getting as you talk that strategy out loud to the attendees that were there in Denver? It was good. Um, Chris Whitley was on the smart stage. All our guys were actually Hank, yeah. uh, Richard, and Chris. So all three groups were represented on the smart stage. So it was a good opportunity to talk about things that are happening, what we're doing. Um, I think if you look at just like industry stats, probably most residential integrators do 15, 20% commercial anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so again, kind of validates some assumptions that we made. Um, when we talk to people in person about it. And again, it's a differentiator, not looking to do the same thing that others do, but looking to be unique right. wherever we can. So well, I think that makes us unique. Explain that too, because I think, you know, I, I've heard Hank say it on this podcast. I've heard Chris talk about it when he was launching on this podcast. Um, from your seat and kind of the, the combined perspective of how these this this group, this this nationwide CI group kind of differentiates itself, you know, what what is what is that to you from in your words? The way that we differentiate? Yeah. Um, you can go back to our, our talk a couple minutes ago when we were chatting about all that experience, like just the in-house experience for both industries, residential, commercial, is, 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 is high, right? So the knowledge level is high. And then you bring in um, all the other benefits, right? So vendor relations that are specifically geared towards either one. And then if you're somebody in the industry that's either half half and half, sometimes guys do half and half, 50 resi, 50 commercial, um, truly is a one-stop shop and everything that you would need is, is under uh, one roof yeah. right at one place. How about from the, on the membership side and kind of the, the ideal target, I, I, I guess I'll ask, you know, what, what's sort of that, the differentiator there of the group? Between the three? Yeah, uh, like collectively, like, you know, from an Oasis member, we kind of get who they are and like, yeah. you know, Oasis is more, you know, that hybrid and, and pure CI, yeah. but, you know, as far as the type of um, dealer you're looking for. Yeah, I would say that, like, uh, I'll start with the way, I'll go through all three. Yeah. I'll start with Oasis. It covers the broadest market. So um, it's, a, it's a group for integrators and specialty retailers of all sizes. Um, we have CE Pro 100, top 100 dealers in that group. Uh, we also want to help less mature businesses mm -hmm. uh, accelerate their growth. You know, so that's Oasis, that's residential. Um, Aziona Limited, also a residential group, is a little, little more specialized, a little more niche, caters to mid to large size custom integrators only. Um, and then with Ellipsis, um, that's for commercial integrators that can benefit from, from the same things that we do on the resi side um, with conferences and the peer-to-peer -peer exchange, all the things that we facilitate, plus strong business programs, vendor programs, you know, um, kind of the same thing. And then again, to be able to live in one of those three worlds and tap in to the other um, is, is truly unique 
no, awesome to get, I think, your perspective on that. And again, I think really cool too. Just think, and it, I say really cool, it's more that I'm jealous that I wasn't there <laughs> to experience it in Denver, what that collective story was like. But uh, I'm sure everyone there had to have been impressed to, to kind of see it in action, whether it's from the team side or the industry side, right? Coming to, to learn more yeah. about the groups and what you offer. Yeah, I'm in it every day and, and seeing it in person, like walking in and seeing it, I, I was impressed. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool. So what the the rest of the show, obviously, uh, you know, the the CI team was fully integrated into everything that was going on there. Um, what did you take yeah. out of it? For I obviously been to a number of CDs, right? So how how was this one different, and uh, what was just that that overall experience like for you? Um, I guess um, a couple of things. There was definitely good energy around the show. So just emotionally, you know, it felt good. Um, I don't know about attendance. It felt like there was a lot of people there. I don't know the official number yet, but definitely good energy coming out of the, uh, from the attendees. Um, it's always like a big reunion. Again, been around for a little bit. Um, I love, again, lost track somewhere in the <laughs> plus range, uh, which again, sounds crazy to me to just say it. Um, but to see so many industry friends in person and then meet, you're still meeting people, right? So to make new friends uh, just really felt good. And then we could talk about product. Yeah. So uh, on the product side, um, on the product side, if you if you break it break it up into like mature technologies and then maybe some emerging stuff. Sure. On the mature technology side, you look at look at like um, audio manufacturers and how they're still evolving. And uh, there's a big focus on blending the performance into the interior design of a home. And so for me, that really resonates. I think, you know, that's the way I approach things. Um, probably a lot of people that are married have to approach it that way, right? <laughs> so you both you both win somehow. Yeah. You get the nice performing system, but it doesn't mess up the interior. Well, and that, I've, that's been like, I think, gaining traction over time, right? Like, there's always been certain brands that that's their focus. I, I, we could talk yeah. about a new brand in Sonance that's a partner with, uh, with our group. Um, but you, you kind of the... I think it goes almost hand in hand with as this industry, the CI industry has sort of put more of an emphasis on trying to reach out to design and architecture communities. Right. And wanting to have yeah. those conversations, it feels like that's been the catalyst to sort of make, put more of an emphasis there. Yeah, that too. And then, so that reminds me of like, we, we can talk about emerging technologies and some of the things that I see going on over there. So if we talk about lighting fixtures, which yeah. are really popular right now, there's still plenty of upside uh, in that category. And um, those vendors I see really focused outside of the business, they're really wanting to be a partner. So they're really focused on partnering with custom integrators, educating them, uh, not just on the brand, but also like how to approach the industry. Like you really yeah. want to roll up the sleeves and get them in front of like the design uh, community, right? Uh, or teach them how um, maybe planning pictures, how do you, how do you work the relationship with an electrician that you're partnering and you're not really looked at as an adversary? Yeah. So, yeah. So like mature categories, I use the example of audio. I mean, there's plenty of other mature categories on the emerging side. You know, I, I noticed not just the product, but the approach that a lot of those uh, vendors are taking. Um, so I walked away, you know, I kind of made a mental note in my head, like, well, that's pretty neat. We've got some really good opportunities out here to, to create these long lasting partnerships. Um, between vendors, custom integrators, the group. Um, and then I'm sure anybody on the floor that was there saw these big video walls 
Um, so companies like Samsung, mm -hmm. you know, they have these big video walls that they're bringing to market. You know, so those are a couple of things that that I could think of right now um, that stood out to me. Well, it's interesting. You know, let's go on and on. Yeah, of course. There's so always, I, I mean, countless press releases that get sent to inboxes of new product announcement and things like that. But interesting that you you touch on the um, the education side because it almost seems like it, you, you know you call out lighting as a category. Um, they, it, it's it's kind of apparent that they have as much of a craving and need for networking in this like wanting to know who the integrators are and it's just like well i need help networking well i need help. like now we're starting to talk <laughs> and that's yeah. where like it feels like it's coming to life and these partnerships yeah. are, are forming and, and, and they're listening like yeah. i see I, I i was part of discussions a couple of years ago and then you see products come to market or maybe a new brand brought to market that's truly unique for our channel yeah you know but that business you know lighting fixture companies the traditional business is lighting showroom Right. So there's an existing client base there that you've got to be really careful with. You know, you want to expand, but you don't want to irritate. Right. The so loyal customers. It is a fine so line. It's very careful. Uh, yeah. It's like a balancing act. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I, well, so I, I guess you gave a lot of info to sum it up, it, it, like in a couple of words. I, Denver's always a great city, too. Right. Uh, but sort of that overall sort of how yeah. this, how this CDS stacks up. Uh, so it's hard for me to remember, like, there was that whole period where, you know, the yeah. pandemic, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're crawling out of it yeah. now, but this feels like it's, it's still around, I guess, but it feels like it's very distant. Yeah. So it feels good. It feels like we're getting kind of back into the swing of things. It feels a little more normal. The city's great. Uh, it's all walkable. Um, so I think the city, the location of the event helps the co-locating of the commercial with the resi thing. Um, the timing going to be better for us, you know, so I thought that was really good. Um, so yeah, uh, I couldn't tell, I, I couldn't tell on the floor if there was as many vendors as before, or if there was less vendors, you got to keep in mind, there's been consolidation in the industry. Yeah. So control four used to have their own booth, snap had their own booth. Right. And you can take an example of other companies that have merged or acquired, uh, Bowers and Wilkins used to be in a different booth from Massimo and right. the other brands, right? You know, so it, it looked a little bit different uh, from that perspective, but I, I thought the attendance was good and the energy was really good. That's awesome. I clear that people are excited to be back to it, right? And um, yeah. what better time? I, it feels like there's such momentum around this space too. And not not to say it was sheltered during pandemic, but there was such a focus, I think, of, you know, as people were stuck at home, they, they turned internally to their house, right? And where they were living. So there's there's a lot of room for business and innovation in this space and and brands really delivered yeah so, i think now events in general are back outside yeah. of cd so there's an event if you talk to the vendors there's probably yeah. an event every week they <laughs> uh they're gonna get tired of it again pretty soon i guess <laughs> yeah so you just gotta be really careful yeah. you know that you don't hit them too often <laughs> you can only do so much right they still got to sell. <laughs> no, no, that's great. Now, you know, you mentioned that, but uh, like events coming up too, right? The back half of the year, uh, well, back half, I should say, last quarter of the year, we got, you know, tech summits will continue, things like that. So yeah. plenty to, to look forward to as well. Yeah, those are great. Uh, local events are, are good. Um, you can go deeper into the company typically mm -hmm. when you do local. You get some of the people that are uh, either technicians or project managers, people that don't usually go to national conferences. Yeah. Um, are there. So that's always good. The deeper you can go, uh, I think the better off you are as, as a buying group, as a manufacturer, as any type of partner. Yep. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Um, and, you know, it kind of, I think 
you weaved this in sort of through, you know, you're talking about CDN and kind of the things you're seeing and trends you're following at the show, but how about for the, like the, the members out there listening or even just integrators that, uh, you know, might be, uh, at this point in the episode, opportunities that exist, you know, where are those for, for our dealers, whether it's, you know, I, I, I want to say avoid the cliche, like let's talk about what you can get from your group, but like what are some of the things that they could be doing or areas of business they could focus on? Um, yeah. Or maybe it's a product. Like is it lighting? You know, what what are sort of the things uh, you would do if you were in their seat? Well, I got I to talk about from the group perspective yeah. to start. <laughs> For sure. Because that's kind of where my mind yeah. went immediately. Because if I talk about the group perspective, I'm talking about ASIO and Unlimited, talking yeah. about Oasis, talking about Ellipsis. So I think the biggest opportunity for – for members is to engage with the group because you only get back what you put into the groups. So that means all our members can learn from each other, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the val- that value alone, if you go to an event, come back with a good idea. I think Richard says this a lot, Richard likes. Um, one idea could be worth tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. So our role as a group is to facil- facilitate those interactions uh, at our events. So I would encourage the members to just go and be part of the conferences. And I think there, it, it's a great place to start. That's like low-hanging fruit. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Uh, and I, you know, any products, but you mentioned lighting, of course, from coming out of Cedia. Are there any other areas that, um, whether it was from your time at the show or just sort of what you're seeing, partnerships develop, things like that, um, where they might have some some areas they could focus on? Uh, I, I'll keep my eye out. There's a lot of discussion about artificial intelligence. You know, everybody's trying to figure that out. Yeah. So maybe... Stay up to date on that. There's a lot of things in the press. A lot of smart people in our industry are digging into it. And, um, you know, there was panels uh, and a lot of discussions at CD Expo about that. Um, I think the more immediate opportunity, we're still trying to figure out the lighting fixture category. I think that there's so much potential there. It could be it could be the one of the two top categories as far as, like, how much business you do uh, as an integrator. So you should figure that out. Um, and then again, the groups kind of play a role in bringing good education, uh, introducing good partners, good vendor partners. Um, so yeah, maybe some of the stuff I talked about earlier, you know, just, you know, even in a mature category, the vendors are still innovating and doing some, some great things. Um, you mentioned Sonance, um, they, they had an incredible booth. It's funny because I was in there and the way that they were talking about, um, selling audio is very similar to the light, the way the lighting world presents. Yeah, you know, and how you locate where you locate things, having layers of sound, similar to layers of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, you know what I would do if I was an integrator, I would just leverage my relationships. The rep, we didn't talk about reps. Yeah, you know, um, like rep firms, they're, they're the front line. You know, and they're always looking for new opportunities and looking for ways to help. So I would just leverage the relationships if I was an integrator. Plenty of people around that want to help. I know I do. I know everybody that wake, you know, here at Nationwide wakes up every day and wants to find a way to help. Sometimes we get frustrated when people don't don't take our call. We're like, we're just trying to help you. Come on, <laughs> right? It's like a no brainer. Um, but again, I get it. People are busy. But no, I would just leverage the human the human um, capital that's available, the intellectual capital. Yeah, no, I I could appreciate that for sure. And it, that's not cliche. See, <laughs> that got around my cliche. Let the group help you. That's like. You know the the emphasis on you know making sure that you are engaging because to your point and to Richard's point it's what you what you put in is what you're going to get out. So um, yeah, yeah, I'm not taking credit for like all the good ideas. 
I'm just going to put you somewhere in a room with other people with good ideas and just watch the magic happen. Yeah, good things are going to happen. Really, that's really fun when you're the host and you see it happening. And you can't talk about it to somebody who's not familiar with Bruce. Right, right. Like, hey, this alone pays for itself. They don't get it initially, but when they go to an event, if you can get somebody to go to an event one time, usually they're going back. Yeah, it's where it starts to make sense. And, and, you know, you talk about that, and I know we got some of our own up here in the future, too, not too far away, and uh, planning already well underway. So um, look forward to being at those and, and uh, you know, seeing that magic in person <laughs> once yeah. again. So um, yeah. cool. Well, Andy, I, I appreciate it, man. Always great talking to you, having you on here, even if it is just once a year. So <laughs> I can commit to once a year. Maybe more. We'll see. Awesome. Well, we'll talk next September. You made it easy, so. Yeah, we'll talk next September 14th. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I do, I do love the podcast. Um, so I have ideas on people that I want to get in front of you. I Feed them. Keep feeding me. Watch, learn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of good personalities in the industry, and they just want to they want to share. They want to help. Hey, let's talk. <laughs> Awesome. Thanks again to Andy. Uh, you know, always a, a modest, a very modest individual, but one that uh, you know, so much experience in this industry, and um, you know, so much brain power to be able to tap into and knowledge. Um, so I appreciate him doing that, and you know, sharing some unique insights. Uh, lots of opportunities again that you know exist for our dealers and um, you know interested dealers that uh, want to jump on board with Oasis, Osio, or Ellipsis. Um, so look forward to seeing that group as they continue that drive to a thousand. But Appreciate him taking that time. And as always, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast. And we'll catch you next time.